0: Love Talk Radio.
1: night edition of the Pajama Party. on one of your hosts, Papa Liri. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Some Swa darling. on, come talibu? How's it going?
3: Not too bad. How about you guys? Everything is cool.
2: Friday night. Mm-hmm. Cheers.
4: I
3: know that's right. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got a good one tonight. The maple, uh, the black maple old fashioned. It sounds pretty good. yeah yeah
4: yeah yeah. <laughs> um,
3: How
2: you doing, Papa Dede?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah.
3: And you, Cattle? I can't complain. I'm tired of these damn fireworks, but I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fireworks starting already. Mhm, it's starting
3: already. Mm-hmm. It's starting already.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we we getting closer to Fourth of July, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, you
0: guys
3: ready to get it started? Let's
1: get it started. Yeah, my head was hurting a little bit. I sprayed some bug juice earlier for some ants, and I think
3: it's oh killing me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, nah, we can't Damn. have
3: that Drink plenty of water, drink plenty of water <laughs> Chill out Alright oh, so let's, uh, let's get into these Let's get into these topics then Okay, our hot topics tonight Woman charged in Atlanta Wendy's Arson is released from jail on bond Also, new <laughs> coronavirus Cases in the U.S. stored the highest single day total And the FBI says New incident with Bubba Wallace Isn't a hate crime. Also, I hit and quit at Hidlines. A 20 year old college student killed himself over negative balance. Also, Smash Mountain disc uh, will be completely reimagined. Also, North Carolina cops fired over racist chat. Macy slashes 3,900 white collar jobs. We got the NFL tonight. NFL uh, players team up to launch a voter education registration initiative. And the will fill prime stadium seating with ads in 2020, report says. Our cocktail of the week is called the Black Maple Old Fashioned. we got some history on that, too. Also with Papa papadini, our weird news is going to lighten it up, as I say. A man finds caterpillars in supermarket broccoli and raises them as his own. Okay. Also, a Florida woman sued for paternity tests on goats. An exploding whale uh, Memorial Park honors whale that went out with the bay. I'm staying with red wine. I don't see the controversy. I'm living, uh, also living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap I got quite a bit tonight. Our kitchen list and the last one. Written. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topic.
5: This it is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306. And press one. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the pajama party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling.
1: All right, welcome back to pajama party. When you hoop Papa D, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine
3: Bonsoir, darling
2: It's time It's time for the hot topics for this week Oh, boy Let's see, Kettle, you want to get us started?
3: Yeah, i get us started Why not, why not All right Let's see, what's hot, what's hot, what's hot Um, Everybody knows about the um, Atlanta fire About the Wendy's um, Because, the, you know, the guy passed away and everything so the woman facing um, first-degree arson charges in the Wendy's restaurant fire that broke out during protests over the Rashad Brooks death posted bail and was released from jail. Her name is Natalie White. She's 29. She made her first appearance on Wednesday in Fulton County, Georgia. Um, the court, um, the magistrate court, and did not make a plea. The judge set um, bond at $10,000 and ordered. Um, Natalie White to remain under house arrest with an ankle monitor and stay off of social media. Really? So mm-hmm. White's attorney, his name is Drew um, Findley, says his client did not start the June 13 fire in Atlanta. He said people um, have sent him video footage that proves White did not start the blaze. He goes on to say this was, the, this was a fully engaged fire. You can see people that are literally throwing, you know, the cocktails, um, motor, what do you call it, Molotov cocktails, and um, long before she she got involved. Yeah. See, that's the key thing, before she got involved. Um, Brooks was shot and killed by an Atlanta police officer um, in the Wendy's parking lot on uh, the night of June uh, 12th. And on June 13th, the next night, um, that's when the fire started. Um, so... I mean, I guess we have to, you know, just wait and see what happens. I mean, they say saying that she's the catalyst that started everything. And from what I've heard, they said that this was the guy's girlfriend. But I don't see anything in this story that says that she was. So, You know, I guess there's rumors going around just saying that maybe. I'm not sure.
2: I didn't hear anything about it being his girlfriend.
3: You're yeah. talking about
2: Brooke, the deceased man? Yeah. He had a wife. So, no, well, okay. not to say he couldn't okay. have had a girlfriend, but
3: okay. not that I heard. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, yeah. But that was the first woman that I heard that, are, that as uh, soon as uh, she buried him, they arrested the girlfriend that same day or the next day. But, you know, that's how rumors start, you know. So, uh, but I think they saw her because I did see a video clip of her, like leaving a Walmart or a store, and she bought some items. Um, I guess they were involved in, in this, this particular fire in Wendy, so um, I think that's probably most of the evidence that they have, unless they have some witnesses saying that she did it. Um, other than that, you know, I guess we just have to wait and see, see what happens.
2: So. Now, this was a white woman that they arrested for this uh, starting this fire.
3: Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Her last name is White. That's
1: interesting. Let's see, but, mm-hmm. but um, if I can interject here for a second, sure. my question is, my my question is, and 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 I'm always, I'm on I'm always on this side of objectiveness while this is going on. I'm trying to figure out what side is people on, you know? Because mm-hmm. see, we we mm. cannot go in with a closed-minded aspect. Not as intelligent black folks, we cannot do that. Because we are too smart to be bamboozled, you know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. I've always yeah. thought, I always thought in the last, in the last three situations where there's been fires and all that, I just think that the logic of the Aryan Nation or the Klan or right wing, whatever you want to call them, their logic is to burn up the neighborhoods and the blacks will be blamed for it anyway because i heard mm-hmm. I heard a while back not not a while back, but during the situations of the riots with uh, with george floyd that uh, that they pulled over some white guys that had Molly Talk cocktails in their car, mm-hmm. which
0: mm-hmm. goes going to show me
1: that their mission is to go into the neighborhoods and destroy it and and get away sky clean because everybody's going to uh, assume the obvious but we got to be smart enough not to let the obvious creep up our ass because we cannot be, and this girl here, she got Mm -hmm. caught, and she's a white woman, so, and then the protesters right away fell for the okie doke. They're out there protesting for her to get out of jail, but who, does anybody Mm -hmm. know her? She could have been with the Klan or or part of, you know, because a lot of people send their women out to do the dirty work, you know? You don't want to mm-hmm. send the, the ruthless white guy with the bald head because he's too obvious. So you send out mm-hmm. the radical girl to do the dirt. So all I'm saying is that if we're going to be wise enough to stay with the whole um, Black Lives Matter, then we got to put our thinking cap on and think objective. We can't be thinking that, you know, oh, they did this. We can't think like they think. That we're so ruthless, and sometimes we wouldn't even go down to that level to burn up our own. And then some of these fires, that that Wendy's fire was major. And when you see a fire burn like that, that's got to be on the either the professional tip or somebody threw something in there that ignited the right thing, or somebody ran through the gas line or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta if you if you're gonna be a fire starter, then to bring a fire starter in there will just you know set set it off right away. But I'm just I want to see.
2: You gotta get lucky, or you gotta know
1: exactly exactly what you're doing. But I want my my question Mm -hmm. too is I want to know does anybody at does any of them protesters know this woman personally or they just defended her because they think that she's you know you know what I'm saying I'm just saying yo. I just
2: checked to see if any other I just checked to see if I saw any sources claiming her to be a girlfriend. And the only one I found girlfriend. is one of the least reputable sources, which is the New York Post. Oh. They run a bunch of crazy crap. They called her girlfriend. I saw one of the papers oh, okay. in Atlanta said that she was a friend of his, that she knew him, and yeah. that she was a close friend of Yeah, but of what
1: his. proof is that but, that they're okay.
2: But that's all, you know, but my point is this, mm. I don't care whether she was his blood sister, the point is, if she's the one that they nail for starting the fire, then she's the guilty one. So what difference does any alleged relationship yeah. make and, at and this point? But see,
1: different I'm people great. who write stuff, mm-hmm. Associated Press, New York Post, or everybody, all they have to do is put the word alleged in front of that person, in front of that story, and they can write, write what they want. Alleged means right. that I don't know for sure and I'm just putting it out there kind of thing. But my, my question is, is that does anybody know her? Cause if they don't know her, mm-hmm. then I would. If I was a protester, I'd back off of her. I said, "Who is she?" Right. Just like the, the guy in in uh, what's that place called, uh, Charlotte, Charlottesville. Charlotte,
2: Charlotte, mm-hmm. Virginia.
1: Yeah, Charlotte, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, he he was being all aggressive, running into a crowd. And he ended up killing the white woman. Oh, you know? he, drove so, so, yeah, he drove the car into the crowd. Yeah, he drove the car into the crowd. You ended up killing the white woman. So, I mean, when are people mm-hmm. going to learn that you don't know when you take a crapshoot like that? You know, but anyway, I'm gonna get off that soapbox. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. saying,
2: like to me, mm-hmm. what difference does if there was a relationship? How does that? How yeah, does but that yeah, who
1: come up with some some logistic crap like that? Really, that, right. that's that's mm-hmm. not even. And who knew that anyway? Mm-hmm. Who 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 followed their life that that close to figure that out? Mm-hmm. That's crap, anyway. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we,
1: what were you saying, Calvin? Yeah, we just
3: have have, We we just have to follow the story, but it does say that Atlanta Fire Rescue tweeted that um, the girl, white. Um, has been identified as a suspect in the arson fire that burned down the Wendy. So she's a suspect. So you know, mm-hmm. somebody saw something or they saw something on a video that she was a catalyst or maybe either started oh, yeah. or she was part of it. But I think she's That's she's you know, she's probably the catalyst and you know, people yeah. start our he... her out. So
1: yeah. And we don't know whose side she's on. So until we know whether yeah. or not she's a protester or Aryan nation. We don't know what she represents, so let her. You know mm-hmm. that's her. That's her. Uh, that's her bed. Let her lie in it. Anyway. Well, they got I'm an right. ankle
3: bracelet on her now, so <laughs>
2: they'll keep up mm-hmm. with her whereabouts.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, okay. In in other news, we got the mm-hmm. coronavirus is gearing up again in these states where these people just will not get with the program. The doctors and the Mm -hmm. scientists keep telling people if you would socially distance and wear masks, we would be able to flatten the curve. But you got these people who just don't want to listen, and they're determined to be defiant, do what they want to do. So now across the nation, we've got 38,115 new infections, and this was as of yesterday. I know there was another, I don't know, 6,000, 7,000 more today, so add to that it's it's ridiculous, and that that was based on um information from the state health departments and all, but mm-hmm. this is coming out of basically out of Texas, Florida, and California, you know, with more than five thousand new cases apiece now, come on y'all now, at first, when everybody was trying to get with the the measures that they were giving us. Everything was starting to level out, plateau. Some states, numbers Mm. were going down.
0: Mm. And
2: then you see all these video clips of people having house parties, people at the beaches all piled up on one another, people just going out to bars. As soon as they said we're going to open restaurants and bars, people piled in. Barely most of them had no mask, especially in those states. And now this is the repercussions. So now you got, I believe it's Texas, is saying we got to back up, start shutting stuff down a little bit. We got to get these numbers down, and people are pissed. I watched these people arguing in a city council meeting in Florida. I'm not even going to repeat the idiocy that they were saying as to why they felt like they should not wear masks. So, but anyway, you got people out there who believe that masks are more harmful than good, and they absolutely refuse. You got sheriffs out here saying, I don't care if they're mandated by the governor. I'm not enforcing it. I don't understand that. If you're the police, your job is to carry out the law, is it not? How are you going to stand there and say, well, my personal belief is I don't think you should be forced to wear a mask, so therefore I'm not going to uphold the law on that. So basically I'm okay with people doing what they want to do. I just don't understand that. So, and as a result of all of this uh coronavirus going up again, the stock market is crashing like a mofo, and that's killing people's 401k's, it's killing your port your stock portfolios if you invest in the stock market, it's killing everything on the economic side. Uh the article went on to say that the the Dow just the, and uh, the Dow Industrial Average fell by 709 Points. That's huge And all of that is because Corona keeps going up When Corona started going down The market goes up When Corona goes up, what's going to happen? The market goes down Everybody's money gets funny mm-hmm.
3: So now the government Is
2: between uh, Go ahead, Kevin
3: I was going to say, that's why our president Keeps saying um that's going to pass, it's going to pass You know, it's not a big deal to him. And, um, you know, at that time the stock market, it, it went up. And now, you know, people are out here and, like you said, things are going up, you know, as far as people being hospitalized. It's crazy.
2: Well, excuse my honesty, but he's an idiot. Coronavirus is not like gas. It's not a fart. It doesn't just pass. They need to get real. This stuff is killing people and especially because people are asymptomatic, meaning you could be walking around carrying this virus, passing it on to people, and have no fever, no cough, no problems with your respiratory system, and you don't even know it. So to say, well, we're going to reopen various businesses, clubs, casinos, and we're going to check temperatures and all, well, if you don't present with a temperature, then you'll be allowed to go in and if you don't wear a mask, you could potentially infect other people. This stuff is out of control. And for him and his his, his puppet pimps to keep on parroting every idiotic thing he says to say it'll pass, it's okay, it's under control, you need to stop lying to people. You don't have a grip on it, it's not under control. So I
3: agree. Anyway, well, I mean that that's the bottom the line. Comedian? Did you see what happened to uh, the uh, comedian, D.L. Hughley?
2: Yeah, D.L. Hughley passed out on stage. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he they was asymptomatic. He was exhausted. He, right. Yeah. He
2: thought he, had he was, was just exhaustion and dehydration. Come to find out, um, he had coronavirus.
3: Yeah, he had none of the symptoms. They consider him asymptomatic or something like that. So, like you say, you you can just be walking around. You just don't know, have the clue. So if you're not feeling well, I mean, the next day you should just stay in and chill and rest, you know. But uh, I think what's happening, too, is a lot of people that have protested, they're going home. And once they go home, I think that's when the numbers rise, you know. But um, see,
2: the thing is you know. with the protesters, when you look at a lot of the protests, unless you've been out there or watched it on, on the news, a lot of the protesters, mm-hmm. the large majority, are wearing masks. I mean, they mm-hmm. may not be socially distancing, but they are wearing masks, and they're outdoors. Yeah. Unlike going to mm-hmm. an arena where you are indoors with the air conditioning blowing and where you're wearing no mask, as in the Tulsa uh, rally that 45 had last Saturday, those people mm-hmm. absolutely refuse to wear masks. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm just but saying, I, for the love for the love of humanity, people, wear your mask. Try to stay away from folk as much as you can. Wear a mask. Protect yourself. Protect yeah. others.
1: Well, you know, I just think it all starts from the top. It's like I always say, white people are some of the most monkey-see, monkey-do people i ever met in my life. You know, they act like they're so damn strong and they're so on top of shit. But they they, they, they always roll, like I said, he who has the most toys wins. And they ass is so monkey-see, monkey-fucking-do that I've ever seen in my life. As long as Trump is leading and him and crazy-ass Pence ain't wearing no mask, they're going to feel the same way. People in in Florida yelling, we don't want to wear no mask. They're all being led by Trump. By whatever yeah. Trump, If Trump all of a sudden put a mask on, they're going to put a mask on. They monkey-see, mm-hmm. monkey-ass-do. They ain't strong at all. Those jokers always need a a pie piper to lead they ass. I mean they they put a projection up against black folks like they're so strong and black folks look at them like they they stick together and they just they don't stick together. Them jokers are led by infrared light just like you turn on your goddamn remote on your TV. <laughs> they're they're led by a fucking infrared fucking light by the leaders that they're following that tells them what to do. That's why everything that we do they do the opposite. Anything you see that we talk about, anything that Barack do, they undo because they just want to be. The opposite of what's mm-hmm. happening. These jokers are still trying to defend the statues and everything else. And they're talking about the history <laughs> of what the statues did. No, keep them up. They're, but, but what, 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 keep them up for what? Oh, because the black folks want them down, so they want them up. It's just, if you don't know the game by now,
2: whew, really mm-hmm.
1: got to wake up. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to get off that soapbox. And hit. I bet
2: you if you ask some of them, what's the history of that statue? Who was that they person and what move. did they do? They probably move. couldn't tell as you. As
1: long as they... Anyway, you can keep it on that same level. The situation that went on with uh, Bubba Wallace, who was one of the NASCAR gentlemen, very few blacks in that particular uh, field. You know, he uh, he was one that kind of prompt them to stop that ban the uh, Confederate flags. Now, you know, a lot of white folks live by that Confederate flag. You take a slow ride up uh, up in the uh, northern area of uh, the Maryland area with the I ain't going to name no towns up there, but you know or what I'm talking south. about. Yeah, or south, or whatever. Mm. And, uh,
0: anywhere.
1: So. Yeah, anywhere, but West Virginia, all these joints. They live by these, uh, and that's just up north. Now, you take your ass down south, you're going to see confederate flags all over the place. Now, for them to stop this flag-waving cold turkey like that, all of a sudden, uh, the gentleman, the black uh, NASCAR driver, Bubba Wallace, finds a noose in his, uh, in his garage out of all the garages there. But the thing I'm getting at on here, and I'm going to paraphrase this here because I don't want to, we don't have time to read the whole story, is that, that when, now, when the FBI investigated this, all of a sudden the FBI gets in here out of nowhere, okay? I don't even think the police mm-hmm. even had time to investigate. All of a sudden the FBI, who was Trump-led, okay, now you know Trump had already fired the main guy a couple years ago from the FBI, so Trump has got his thumb, him and Barr, got their thumb on everything. Trump, Barr, and the other dude, what's his name, the the Treasury Secretary? Mnuchin. Them three jokers are rich as hell. Trump don't give a damn whether he wins this election or not. He wants to win it to continue to control, but they have sucked more money out of taxpayers that they done put in their little black box that they're going to walk away with that's not even funny. The $5 billion for the wall, not to mention the, uh, the trillion dollars for the stimulus thing, now, how much of that money fell through the cracks. Okay, so Minutia, the Treasury Secretary, the guy Barr, and Trump, they're going to be rich as hell if they're not already from all this Shanghai. Because Trump has been jigging money all his life. When he comes to building hotels and building all his tall-ass buildings, he knows how to take money and just jiggle it all around. So now he's got taxpayer money, and just it's just a mess, like I said. But anyway, I said all that to say that, The the FBI is led by Trump. So the FBI comes back with this lame-ass story saying, after investigating, we find that that noose has been hanging in that garage for over six months. Then why the hell was it hanging in there? And why was it coincidentally in Bubba Wallace's garage? Out of all the damn garages at Talladega. Now, Talladega is one of the most, damn, they had more Confederate flags flying there than anywhere in NASCAR. But the nooses, and then they showed the noose, and what it was was a pull cord for the door, for the garage door, to pull the garage door down from the inside, you know, because you can go electric and you can also go manual if, if something goes bad on the garage door, as you know. But this joint has a, a noose wrapped, you know, it has the pull cord tied into a noose. And they, they played it off like it was, oh, it's no big deal. But this was all ordered by Trump. Trump said, go in there, check out that story, squash it real quick. Anytime this guy came release last week that, crooked-ass Flynn,
2: oh my God. who was
1: guilty of sin with the crap he did, how fast do you think he going to get rid of a situation in, in Talladega that had to do with NASCAR where he's trying to protect, protect the, the white folks that are pissed off already the
5: for the flag, boy. the
1: good old boy? Oh, man, please, if your eyes ain't <laughs> open by now to the shit that's going on in this world, you need to wake up. For real, for real. But anyway, And
2: they did show that none of the other garage pools were tied like that.
1: Yeah, all of them got a rope hanging down straight, street. But his his garage has the, the noose. But my, my question is, too, to, to, to draw a noose like that, and then the noose was just perfectly knotted. Now, what? whose grandfather or great-grandfather taught one of these young white boys to do that shit? Because you know it was all taught. And if you took the time to learn how to make a noose, Damn, you need to get a life.
3: You,
2: you know what I'm saying?
1: I'm just saying. Everything's on YouTube. No, they, they got that shit for their they granddaddy. Said, they said this I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: was then from last year. But if it was then last yeah, well, year, why is it still there? Well, zero? that's his speculation.
1: why? Oh. they said. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But it happened to be in his, so his, his garage. They they, exactly. You don't believe nothing they say. Anyway, we're going to leave that alone. If you guys gonna.
3: Questions or comments? Yeah, we're going to hit. Uh, you can hit us up at 914 803 4306 and press 1 if you want to get in the queue and talk with us tonight. Um, we got some hot topics. We finished those, but we're about to get into the hit it and quit it. So we're going to take a little CC.
2: All We'll be right back on the other right. side of the break.
5: It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives. So send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my road I tell you the truth Y'all know you're so wrong for that
3: The following program contains coarse language and nudity Viewer discretion is advised
1: Alright, welcome back to jump Party I'm your host Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle Hello and red
2: wine. Bonsoir,
3: <laughs> darling. Bonsoir.
2: Bonsoir, bonsoir. All right, <laughs> let's
3: get into this hidden and quit it here. we got quite a bit on the hidden and quit it, so we're going to get into it.
2: All well, right, here I'm
3: Here, A 20-year-old college student had killed himself after seeing a negative $730,000 balance on his Robin Hood account. Now, Robinhood is is one of the things like stockpile, you can buy stocks and stuff like that. So let me get into the story. 20-year-old University of Nebraska student took his own life after his um, Robinhood account showed a massive negative balance, his family said, adding that they wanted answers from the popular free stock trading app. Alexander uh, Kearns died by suicide last Friday. Um, Bill Brewster, a relative and representative for the family, confirmed Kern's death. Um, Forbes uh, first reported on the death. Um, it linked to um, to a tweet from Brewster with a screenshot showing a negative $730,000 cash balance in Kern's account. In an interview, Brewster confirmed the balance, which does not reflect a user's portfolio value or debt owed. The balance was likely due to complex options. Um, trade, which can settle over um, concurrent uh, trading days, leaving a temporary balance um, during the interim. So the suicide, he said, is complex, and the reasons behind the suicide are not always immediately clear. Um, Risk factors include mental illness or history of trauma, and many people considering suicide exhibit warning signs. Treatment is available to help people overcome suicide thoughts and better cope. So, I think the family is, you know, the Robin Hood site is investigating. And, you know, they came out with something. They said, all of us at Robin Hood are deeply saddened to hear his terrible news. And we reached out to share our condolences with the family over the weekend, as the company said. But I'm quite sure that the family's probably going to sue the company. So I guess it's something we just have to, you know, stay on top and just see what happens. Wow. But uh, Yeah, that that was kind of rough. But
2: that that was crazy.
3: He he should have tried to talk to somebody or try to communicate, you know, with somebody um uh uh on the phone or a lot of times these sites you have to, you know, do an email. Send people email to find out what's going on.
2: Yeah, I would not just assume that that that's the the bottom line and there's no way out.
3: Right, and his age plays a factor to me. You know, he's young, he doesn't know. So as a parent, mother, father, or, you know, an older sibling (sighs) or something, you know, so.
0: Yeah. It's it's
3: so unfortunate, yeah. Very much so. So we just have to follow that and see what happens.
2: Okay. Well, in other news, uh, Disney. You know Disney. They got uh, almost as much money as uh, Jeff Bezos that owns Amazon. But uh, how many people have been on Splash Mountain? That ride, Splash Mountain, you know, the log ride, the log slum? Well, I just found out that Disney's uh, ride to Splash Mountain is actually based on an old movie they did a long time ago called Song of the South which has a lot of, uh, let's just say, problematic situations going on in that movie. You know, it's kind of like got some slave themes and whatnot in that movie. So now, in the light of people waking up to what's going on in the world and black awareness, et cetera, et cetera, Disney has decided that um, maybe that ride is not cool to have uh, something based on Song of the South with the whole slavery-type underbelly theme. So now they said Splash Mountain is going to be completely re-engineered, redesigned, reimagined. And what they plan to do is get rid of the whole Song of the South thing. And, um, you know, that song, zippity doo da Zippity-A, that song came from that movie, Song of the South. So... Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was all basically that movie like romanticized the whole view of the antebellum south, which was prior to the whole or part of the whole slavery situation time in our history. So, what they've decided is that they're gonna ditch that and reimagine the whole ride and make it based on the princess and the frog. And if you haven't seen that or if you're not aware of Princess and the Frog. that was the movie that Disney released that had the first black animated princess. Her name is Tiana, and that movie was based in uh, New Orleans, based in the bayou and whatnot in New Orleans. They even have a first line and some other stuff in that particular movie. So they're going to redo the the log flume ride and get rid of the soul of the south and make everything about Tiana, Princess, and the Frog. So now they're going to put more of a black flair on the ride, get rid of the slavery thing, make it up to date. So, you know, Disney's always going to try to do whatever they can do to make the most money, but at least they're trying to be politically correct, if nothing else. So, I'm not applauding them, but I'll just say I guess they got to the point where they said we just can't. Continue to do this So before they got really called out For it because people were talking About it and I guess they figured Before they started getting picketed And having Black Lives Matter Come down there and shut them down They said let's get ahead of this And fix it So that's what's Going on with Disney
0: Sounds good makes sense
2: Yeah it makes sense you know, mm-hmm. they got the, they got plenty of money. Good grief, they probably got right, more money the
3: than them. The bottom, yeah. line, the bottom line is like what you said. They just don't. They were trying to get ahead of it, and they don't want to mess with their sales. So since they've been closed and shut down, they've been losing a lot of money. So exactly losing sales.
2: So, I mean, I remember no. being there many many years ago. And I had no mm-hmm. idea what that ride was about. All I saw was it's a log ride and you get wet. At the
1: end, yeah.
2: Yeah, I I had no idea what that thing was based on. So.
3: I think a lot of Now
2: that no I know, like, I, I would think. never do it again.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> right. hmm
2: Yeah. All right.
4: Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Moving
2: on.
1: Anyway, um, this this is in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Which is down here by the uh by the water, if anybody's familiar with the Wilmington, woman, north carolina area um these cops these these three cops was uh talking in in the car basically and the car camera inside car camera was on i guess they were probably parked uh you know c- cops parked catacord back yeah yeah they they were they were having their conversation basically them I don't know how it was ranged exactly, but they they having a conversation, and their conversation was so vicious. But how, how the story goes is a uh, Wilmington Police Department, in North Carolina, has fired three veteran officers, okay, who made racist comments and discussed it. They they discussed it, slurring black people and whipping black people off the map. The one guy said, and the conversation recorded on the uh, in camera in car camera, okay. Newly appointed chief uh, black chief uh, Donnie Williams announced the dismissal of now corporal corporal Jesse Moore. Now you okay. become you become corporal before you become sergeant. Okay, so when you by the time you become a corporal, that means you don't went up into the ranks a little bit. You know you got some stripes on your arm. And Officer James Gilmore and uh, Kevin Piner during a news conference on Wednesday, their conversation featured. Racial slurs, uh, criticism on black officers, their own co-workers. Uh, they talked about Black Lives Matter. They were talking about, hey, how they want to start a civil war. They described the exchange of uh, brutal, brutal offenses they plan on doing on black people in the future. Despite anything they were talking, it was just vicious, vicious, vicious conversation. It was really just three white cops in their own glory, just speaking their mind, and they must, their blood must have ran cold. When it was reported that their stuff was being recorded, so I, I just wanted to be a fly on the damn wall
0: hmm. when they
1: realized that their shit was recorded, knowing they know what came out of their mouth, you know.
0: Well, so
1: the police, the, so they, uh, they fired them immediately. And uh, the, the backdrop on that, and I'll talk about this this situation a little later in my uh, What's Popping segment. There, it just go to show you that the the viciousness is alive and well don't don't even think for a minute even your own coworkers that you sit down and talk to white folks every day you know sometime you know shut up and take a listen to them take a look and see what they're into what they're talking about what they talk about to you about and i don't want to expose too much of my conversation of my my segment later but we'll get to that but but uh, just 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 keep your eye on the sparrow because this this situation right here, the talk that goes on when nobody they think is listening is what they how they really feel. Like when somebody says something to you when they when they had a few drinks and they say, you know, that the drunken mouth speaks in a sober tongue. So therefore, you know, people to speak when they drunk is really what the hell they wanted to say to your ass while they were sober but they ain't had the balls. But this situation here will let you know to stay stay woke on on people you know or people you work with. You know, and look at, the, when you look over their shoulder when they got their little pods in, what's on their cell phone? If you see a, a guy sitting there on a on a, a podcast, a white guy sitting by himself and he's just talking and doing his little, they could be listening to some Aryan Nation shit. So pay more attention to your surroundings, you know. You'd be surprised because if, if your white co over in the corner, he's quiet as shit. Go over there and look over his shoulder and see what the hell he got going on in that screen on that cell phone see what he's doing. You never know. I just want to put that out there. Anyway. All right, now.
2: Yeah, it's getting crazy. All right. It. It's
1: very crazy.
3: Yeah. yeah, it is. Okay. All
2: right. And that, you know, I Next just wanted one. to add to that, that, that mm-hmm. uh, the chief of that uh, police department, that was his first day. Mm-hmm. The job. Oh really? Wow! Yep. Wow! He was like day one. Just the kind of bull stuff I gotta deal with.
1: Well, you know, but the th- they th- gotta go. Yeah, the sad part about mm. it though is, by the time they appoint a black chief, it's usually because stuff is such an a muck. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's usually by,
1: by the time they it bring their first black whatever in there to place them finally, it's already belly up. And they're looking for the black person to just kind of tie up the ends and get it back into some kind of damn acceptable perspective, you know. But anyway.
2: Well, he had to come Correct. in and clean house. But so. All right.
3: Moving on. All right. Uh-oh. My people, my people, my people. Macy slashes 3,900 white collar jobs. That's roughly 25% Uh-oh. of the corporate workforce. Instead That's a of big risk. Yeah, they chopping the big wigs up top. Macy's is eliminating a quarter of its corporate workforce, um, slashing the 3,900 white collar jobs in a sweeping effort to cut costs. They're gonna save. Check this out: 630 million dollars a year. Wow, that's a lot of money given to them corporate people. So the pandemic the pandemic is has significantly impacted our business, the chief, uh, executive says, um, coronavirus-related store closures have led to uh, a drop in sales that has rose to the retail industry. Um, six uh, national retailers, including department store chains, JCPenney, Neiman Marcus, have filed bankruptcy since May. Um, Macy's the last announcement analysis say, shows that retail cuts, um, which until now have been largely concentrated among store employees and hourly workers, but they're coming back. So they cut the big wig, but the hourly workers, they're coming back. They just furloughed them. So um, Mm it says the nation's largest department store chain furloughed the majority of its 125,000 employees in mid-March after this coronavirus-related thing. So, wow, that's a lot. And that's a lot of money that they're saving. So imagine yeah. what the bigwigs are making besides the hourly workers, the peons, the one that keep the engine going, they feed them them peanuts, you know. So Ay,
0: okay. yi, yi.
3: That's what oh, I. Oh, well. <laughs> All I can say is they had a good ride. <laughs> yeah, they did. You had to retire early. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Okay. It is what it is. All right.
2: Yeah, you're right about that. All right, let's shift gears to the NFL. Uh, The NFL is gearing up to partner with its players and the NFL Players Association and the Players Coalition and some other organizations to launch a league wide initiative that will focus on educating citizens on voter rights and registration. Okay, so I guess the NFL is finally woke. So your boy, Roger Goodell, shared all these plans with the owners of all 32 teams during a conference call yesterday that covered a wide range of topics, Uh, according to a a source, a person who had knowledge of the situation, we'll just say according to a source. Uh, The person spoke on condition of anonymity because the meeting was still ongoing and the NFL had not released any of this information But Goodell drew inspiration for the vote-themed effort after spending the last several weeks communicating with players about social justice issues that matter most to them. So the overriding theme of these talks was the need to offer communities voter education. You know, that's what it comes down to. Because we all know that sometimes people don't vote either because they think my vote won't matter I don't know how.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't
2: know how to register. Uh, I don't, you know, I got situations going on, and, you know, by the time I can straighten it out it'll be too late, whatever the reason. So they're saying that Mm -hmm. we got to deal with voter education. Make sure everybody understands the process and gets in the game. So NFL now and the players, this is really driven by the players, and now the owners Mm -hmm. and the organization are getting on board. So uh, that's a good thing. You know, I applaud them for getting their people involved and uh, getting them on board to say, yeah, this is something that we need to do. So the owners, coaches, mm-hmm. the general managers, and the other team officials have agreed with the players on the importance on uh, of the focus of voter registration. Now, how are they are going to do this, uh, we don't quite know yet, but... They are launching an initiative, so I assume initiative means they got some money to back it up, so.
3: Well, all right. we'll see. They're probably going to do some advertisement and stuff, I guess.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking they'll probably do some public service announcements or something. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. the players for each of the cities where they're from or their teams, you know, mm-hmm. they'll do some ads saying, hi, I'm so-and-so from the such-and-such team, and we really need you to come out and vote. And here's some information. And if you're not registered, go to this website or call this number. You know, right. that kind of stuff. So ahead, Go ahead wait, I I go and set it up. <laughs> yeah. I got enough things, <laughs> initiatives to do. So, uh, I'm happy to see that, you know, they're doing something. So, I mean, that's cool. Um, yeah. Do what you do, y'all. y'all right. They got money. They got people. They got time. They got staff. Yeah. They got um, resources. Put them to good use.
4: Right.
2: All right. Mm. Let's see, Papa Didi, you got some more NFL news for us?
1: Yeah, it looks like the NFL will um, fill prime stadium seating with ads in 2020. Reports say. um, Let's see if an NFL. Player scores a touchdown in 2020 and wants to get a ball to a fan in the stands. Chances are he'll be had to, uh, <laughs> oh boy, chuck six and eight, chuck into the sixth and eighth row deep rather than simply hand it to a player. It looks like the players are not going to be hanging over to the infield like they used to. Okay, so according to uh, Sports Business Daily Report, NFL teams will be able to uh, sell uh, camera visual signage to local sponsors. So it looks like that whole uh, perimeter is going to be uh, used for advertisement, more or less, being the fact That's that the seats going like. to be empty.
2: So they're just going to cover all those rows with all kind of ads? Yeah,
1: looks like the uh, – yeah, it looks like, well um, – from different sources that say the first uh, six to eight rows of seating in every stadium, including the infield suites and all that, will be uh, off limits for fans this season. That move is officially to protect players, coaches, and other team members from the coronavirus exposure. But it will also uh, give a free, free aspect of uh, advertisement to to put.
2: <laughs> really.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, wait a minute.
1: They're gonna drop some signs in there and some. Uh
2: well, I'll wait till you finish because I have a question. Anyway,
1: but, go ahead. but NFL team owners will be, uh, you know, present to plan. It's gonna be. Uh, they're gonna still talk this over with the ESPN, NFL Network, and um, all the other people, uh, Fox News, Fox, Fox Sports. NBC Sports and all that to figure out what the whole plan is still on the table as, as they uh, go about it. Nobody really knows what's going to go on. Over that they'll have a uh, what do you call that? A antidote for that by then too.
2: oh for you Corona know,
1: for Corona that will you know that way people can get it knocked out like when you got the gonorrhea to get a shot of penicillin in your ass you know maybe they'll come up with a nice little antidote to get rid shoot? of that. See, now you're trying to lead me in. I ain't falling <laughs> I for that. <laughs> I ain't falling for that. <laughs> but anyway. I have a question, though. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, when, like, for example, Lambeau Field, Green Bay, Right. I know that the players, when they get a touchdown, they typically jump up into the stands. <laughs> the Lambeau Leap. The, right, the Lambeau Leap, right. So if they're not going to allow that due to coronavirus, Mm-hmm. if nobody goes up in the stands from where the players are on the field, isn't that more than six feet away? Way more than six feet if the players just stay on the field. Even if you run into the end zone, if the players don't go all the way up to where the stands are and stay like right oh, where yeah, the goalposts, yeah, that's yeah. way more than six feet. Yeah. So that's bull crap. But
1: well, not all well, stadiums, we stadiums, not
2: if we say six to eight rows, we're going to, you know, that's really to protect the players from coronavirus.
1: Not all stadiums, though. Some stadiums are really, really close. Miami Stadium's very close. Uh, North Carolina Panthers, very close. A lot of stadiums are really close. So I guess if they say what's well, so the end zone, one.
2: you're saying in some stadiums, the, the end, end zone, zone is, right is there. closer than six.
1: Oh, Miami.
2: Closer than six Miami,
1: feet? I'm telling you. Miami, right? You can catch, this, you can catch a, uh, a touchdown in Miami and go and topple over into the stands because the fence is low. So it's in the same with North Carolina. Cause remember Cam Newton, you saw him score touchdowns, just lift up and hand it to the child right there. Yeah. It's, 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 it's okay,
2: lovely. that's why I said I had a question. But
1: not all stadiums I'm like just that. just trying
2: to make sure, like, are they just using safety and health awareness things as an excuse to make money?
1: No, not at all. It's just that if you do it for one saving, you got to do it for all of them. You can't just, you know, that's a that's a group of 32, and all those owners have to get together because nobody wants a disadvantage or an advantage. It wants anybody to have an advantage. So okay. Some, like you said, some of them do have a high thing like like uh, Green Bay and and places like uh, okay other places. But yeah. All
2: right. I'm going to cross them off of my kissing list because I was sure going to put NFL on there for money grubbing.
1: But I'm going to Yeah, gonna well, go. if, go, if the seat's going to be empty on the edge, you might as well throw an advertisement or, you know. I'll I just wanted to
2: make sure that they weren't saying, oh, it's to protect the players from coronavirus. And by the way, while we're at it, we might as well sell at those seats to advertisers and make some Well, money.
1: nobody knows what's going to happen right now. You know, the NFL doesn't start until, you know, the first couple of weeks in of September. Yeah, but I'm you just know, saying, right right now, you know, they got we're some we're slick
2: with them. But yeah. all right. I won't put them on the kiss-it so list this week. You
1: know.
2: All righty. All right. Well, thank you. So that wraps up the hit-it-and-quit-it headlines. All right. All right. Uh, we're going to a break, and then we're coming back with the cocktail of the week, or are we going to hit the cocktail of the week and then go to the break? we
1: am going to take a break and come back.
2: Okay. We're going to take a break, and then we're coming back with the, uh, what did I just say? Oh, the cocktail of the week. I guess if I put the glass down, I would know that. All right. We'll be right back.
4: Your finest cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass.
5: Goes great with Papa Diddy's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa Diddy myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914-803-4306. And you should too. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up, and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company? Or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my road I tell you the truth y'all know you're so wrong for that
1: alright welcome back to Pajama Party I'm your host Papa D.M. Oquero kettle. hello and red wine.
3: Bonsoir, darling. Je suis Vin Rouge. Comment allez-vous?
1: Ima, Ima. Oh,
3: boy. <laughs> okay. Whatever y'all doing, put the bottles down. Well, yeah. uh, No, no, no. Well, I'm going to get into this cocktail here. And I want to thank you, red wine, for bringing us to our attention. Um, Uncle Nearest Premium Whiskey is a brand of Tennessee whiskey named for a formerly enslaved man who taught a young Jack Daniels the craft of distillery. Who would ever think right. that out of Nashville, Tennessee. So this particular drink is inspired by that. It's called the Black Maple Old Fashion. This makes four cocktails. So if you think it's a lot that we're pouring in one glass, it's not, it's gonna make four cocktails. <laughs> So eight ounces of um, Uncle Nearest, uh, 1856 premium age whiskey. That's probably some good whiskey. Two ounces of uh, maple syrup or honey. One black tea bag um, or um, another flavor tea and a lemon peel. So we're going to place the um, black tea bag and eight ounce whiskey uh, and let sit for 30 minutes. Black tea will um, oversteep and become bitter and take the place of adding bitters. So, pull out the tea bag and add two ounces of the maple syrup. Add more if you like. Um, stir 2.5 ounces of um, whiskey mixed with ice. Then, put new ice in a wax glass. Strain. Stir um, stirred mix over the fresh ice. And um, put the um, lemon peel in the glass. So this is inspired by Uncle Nera's Premium Whiskey. You got to get the 1856. I'm quite sure it's aged long, long, long time. <laughs> so that's the cocktail, the Black Maple Old Fashioned.
2: And it's tasty, too, I
3: might add. I bet it is.
2: <laughs> that's why
3: you can't get yourself together.
2: <laughs> I tell you. Yeah, I, I was really happy when I found out that that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah, if y'all like brown liquor, yeah. if you like brown liquor, uh, you need to go check out Uncle Nearest.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay. All right.
2: Ooh, thank you for that one. Uh, the Cocktail of the Week is brought to you by our parent company, D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. So we do appreciate that. Um, and you can check out D.C. Homegrown Entertainment at dchomegrown.com. So thank you so much for sponsoring the Cocktail of the Week. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Next mm-hmm. up, we got Papa Didi and What's Poppin'? You about ready to go, Papa D?
1: Yeah, I'm ready to go. You know me. Okay. Fire in the hole. You down with OPP.
2: Fire in the hole. All right, Papa Didi. You know the question. What's popping? Well, I
1: tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what.
2: What you going to do? I'm just it?
1: here to inform you. That's all my job is, is just to inform you, keep your abreast of everything going down. You know, the biggest thing I want to Talk about this week is, um, you know, when when people use two different terms that are that are, that are, that, are uh, that are trending big time and that people speak on that we understand, but our counterparts don't understand. You know, one one is, is stay woke. You know, when people say stay woke, that 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 is that's big, that's big, because. When when somebody says you to stay woke, that means that you you definitely have to listen with the third ear and you got to see with the third eye. You know what I mean? We have to stop thinking that it's business as usual because it's not. It's not the jealousy and envy that is imposed on us every day when we walk out the door. It's crazy, even from our own people half the time. Not to mention our adversaries. You know what I mean? Our own people will, will will get jealous of what we're projecting. I mean, sometimes when you get comfortable in your life and everything is cool and you know, ain't nobody on your ass, you know what I mean? Your bills is half ass paid up, you know, and you everything is, you know, you're comfortable on your feet for a minute. Somebody's always there to to, to smack your ass down for some kind of negative bullshit. And those are things you got to be aware of of your surroundings. But then, then when we when we cross over to the Caucasian persuasion. It's a whole nother evolution as as a whole. I mean, I can't even explain how much your ass is being observed by, by by white people. Oh my god. These motherfuckers are so jealous of black people it's not even funny. I mean, I've seen white women look at sisters that come to work that just got their shit together because they just natural black queens. And they could work in the fucking mailroom, okay? Mailroom workers making forty two thousand a year and you can have their white boss who is the office manager, she's making a hundred and ten grand a year and she's jealous as shit of the mailroom clerk just because the sister is wearing some fashionable shit and she's sexy as a motherfucker. So her boss is so fucking pissed saying, Wait a minute, how the fuck did I go to college? scored this big-ass job, making money, and this little peon-ass sister working in the mailroom is more fly than me, everybody's talking about her, all the guys in the office is watching her, making conversations with her, inviting her to lunch, she's just a talk of the town, she's so nice, she's so sweet, her skin is so brown and beautiful, she got cute-ass dimples, sexy as hell, and they're just boiling over with fucking anger over this young black girl. And she ain't paying no rabid-ass mind, because all, all the sister got of her is her mother's love. You know, and all the cheatings and stuff that was brought up on her, and she's walking around making $42,000 a year, just happy as shit because she's blessed. But motherfuckers is hating your damn guts just for being naturally blessed. That's a goddamn shame. Okay. That's what I mean by stay because you never know how your ass is being surveilled. It's almost like somebody's got like a like a, a, a squat person got the the, the 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 gun scope on your ass with the little crossbone. You know, when somebody looked through a scope of a rifle and a little cross when you're right there in the cross hair of the crossbone on the scope of a rifle, it's crazy. And just like for example and I and I'll I'll go further that to say that and I'm I'm gonna keep it calm and keep it natural because the different things that happen every day. We just had a story about the three police officers that was talking about a civil war. How are you going to win a civil war about people that are as pissed off as we are? How are you going to win a war against people that are pissed off as we are? I heard someone say last week that they better be glad that black folks is out for restitution as opposed to revenge. Because if we was out for motherfucking revenge, oh my God. There would be no contest. If everybody of color unified and got together and just felt like, you know what, we're just going to take this shit over. We're going to inadvertently, now not violently, don't get me wrong, I'm not talking violence. I'm talking with aggression, but I'm talking to be sly, slick, and wicked as hell. Because you can't achieve nothing being overzealous. When you're overzealous, your ass is out and you'll fuck it up. So you got to be cool. You got to be sly, slick, and wicked. You know what I mean? You got to not let them see you coming. Don't let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. You got to do what they call skull fuck them. You got to stick them in the skull. Okay? So what I'm saying is that they're so worried about black folks and our progress. And it's so, just like the one guy, Lawton County. Lawton County is a county in Virginia. Okay? The treasurer. This guy was the treasurer for like 30 years up there jiggling the money. Now, Lawton County and Fairfax County and all, they got all the money in Virginia. Suburban like a motherfucker. You go up there, you look at the metro station in Laden County and, and Montgomery County, you wouldn't believe it compared to the metro station down in D.C. Same metro now. Same-ass cars, dirty-ass cars that go through uh, LaFont Plaza and all that. That shit continues on to Virginia on some lines, and you wouldn't believe some of the stations up there. Some of their metro stations look like cathedrals. Looks like a Catholic church in that joint. It's so clean, mm-hmm. so nice, so so decent. The lights are flashing, so beautiful. Now, this guy's the treasurer of Lawton County. He comes out, his name is uh, Roger Zern. He comes out and says, I wonder if they're going to, and this, he says this as an open statement, I wonder if they're going to change the name, you know, they're going to change the name from Aunt your Mama. They're going to take that off. Quaker Oats is going to take that off. He's. I wonder if they're going to change the name from Aunt your Mama to Uncle Tom. Now, this guy's a prominent treasurer in Lawton County, been a treasurer for 30 years, white guy. He's going to say some stupid shit out of his mouth like that. I wonder if they're going to change the name from Aunt your mama to Uncle Tom. Says it right out in public like it's a fucking joke. Okay? And then what gets me is that a black woman that works for him comes in his stupid white-ass defense. That just going to show you how much how much of a damn puppeteer that we can become when when white folks are our bosses and we're catering to their little stupid asses, and he says some dumb shit, and the young sister in the office still don't see it because that's her boss and he he's nice to her. But he but but I'm like damn sister, you you can't see. Does that show how fucked up he really was inside? But I'm like I said, it's stay woke. You you gotta stay woke. You have to. Just, just see. You ain't got to act on it. You ain't got to flex on it. But just observe your surroundings. I'm telling you, like, like people always say, as black folks, and I'll, I'll get off my soapbox, my soapbox on this one. As black folks, we're very articulate people. We're very outdoorsy kind of people. We love to, 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 you know, to get our shit off and be who we are. You we know we're very blessed and very charismatic. But sometimes we need to, in the office especially, we need to shut up and listen because if we be quiet for a minute and don't be the subject matter for a change and listen to what's happening in the office, you'll be surprised at the stuff that you will hear. And let, let let white folks do the talking for a change. Or get a little closer and overhear their conversation with their white counterparts. Because, see, they're not going to talk to you about stuff they're talking to their white counterparts about. Because I realize as a black man in the office, the only thing white guys are talking to me about is sports and women. That's right, hey, Ron. You said game last night? Oh, Ron. You said sexy girl just walked by the window? All they talk to me about is sports and women. They don't talk to me about the 401k. They don't talk to me about the jobs that are opening. They don't talk to me about anything that has to do with anything of fucking importance. All they talk to me about is sports and fucking women. Like that's my forte. Like that's all they can get out of me. I can give them all the latest sports scores, and I can talk to them about all the fat asses in the room or whatever they think that my where my uh, intellect lies when it comes to women. Give me a fucking break, okay? And that's when 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 you look up and all white folks talk to you about is sports and women. Boy, woo! Boy, have they got you wrong. So, like I said, just, just, just wake up. Just, just see it for what it is. You know, play it, play it, play it on the on the low tip for change. Sit back and listen. You know, close that mouth and open up those those ears. Open up those eyes. You know, and see what's happening around you. I'm gonna leave it at that. All
2: right now. Okay, that was a
0: good one. Ooh,
2: yeah! Wow, you laid
1: it down. Well, you know, yeah. it's just you know that's the way it is today. You gotta, right. you gotta see the big picture. And Trump has given us every day. Trump has given us, oh my God, he, he's just. yeah, I'm just so glad that Brock came in. Eight years, you know, for you know before this Joker did and did eight years, him and his beautiful black family, and they just just kept the world neutral. Now, look at us now. We're a fucking Molly Ta cocktail waiting to be thrown to a fucking window. We don't know, like the term go. We, we don't know whether to fuck or fight. You ever read the term before? We don't know right now whether to fuck or fight. That's how fucked up Trump got us right now. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Okay,
3: man. Nice.
2: Anyway. All right, kettle. what you going to say to that?
1: We'll lighten it up. All right, I can't mess with <laughs> <up. laughs>
3: Okay, I've heard the expression, Mm-mm-mm. but it's from Papa Yeah, it's it sounds right? coming from Papa. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. coming from Papa.
1: <laughs> I know you heard the expression before.
3: They've oh, been okay. saying that for years. Yeah. yeah, well, you <laughs> on that?
0: One. Yeah,
1: but uh, but if you're out there listening to us, you're welcome to give us a call or give us your feedback on what we got to say. Our number is. Uh, what is it, 914-803-4306. If you already listened to us, just press 1 on your phone. You'll be put in the studio. Mm-hmm. You want to comment on what I said. You want to rebuttal what I said. You want to come up on your own topic. You want to talk about something in particular. You want to say hello or whatever. You know, you're know, you welcome to talk about whatever. We have an open forum. You can speak to us. You can talk about us. You can put us down. You can tell us to go to hell, or you can praise us. Whatever you want to do is your choice.
2: And you can For tell Papa Didi that. Nah. Anyway <laughs> I can Anyway I Alright well Whatever like that was there it. We're going to lighten it up And we're going to go to uh, Let's see we're going to go to the weird news now That's one of our segments Where we tell you some weird stuff That you may not have heard But uh, it's interesting nonetheless So I'm going to kick it off first And tell you this crazy story About this man with his caterpillars so most no. people would I know it's crazy. Most people would be bugged to find a caterpillar in their supermarket broccoli, but not Sam Darleston. Instead the British media personality decided to raise the caterpillars to maturity and six others that he found in his broccoli. Darleston, who's a host on a radio show in the UK and he's a vegetarian, he discovered the first caterpillar back on July, I mean June 11th, when he started to prepare his favorite vegetable, which is broccoli, that he bought at the supermarket. He was shocked at first, but then he started feeling like, okay, this is cool. When he found some ca- a caterpillar on the broccoli, so he did some research. You know, unlike me, I would have, well, I ain't gonna say I would have killed it, but I would have. He did some research and discovered that, you know, what type of uh, caterpillar it was, and it's called a cabbage white. And he decided to build a home for the caterpillar and make sure it had all the broccoli it wanted. And then he named the caterpillar Cedric. So now he's got Cedric that he's feeding broccoli to, and he let the store know, and the store refunded him the $1. thirty-seven for the broccoli. He went and bought some more broccoli, and guess what? There were more caterpillars in the broccoli he bought. So when he got home, he realized there were five more caterpillars on the broccoli. So he decided he's just going to keep all these caterpillars. So now he's got a total of seven caterpillars, and he named all of them. So now he's got broccoli caterpillars. One of them's name was Brock. The other one's name is Ollie. One's name is Carlos. He named one Croc, Janine, and Slim Eric. And he ended up, over the course of a few weeks, watching the caterpillars mature and go into their cocooning stage and eventually become butterflies and fly away. And he documented the whole thing on social media. So, I just wonder, like, does this man have a life for real? Are you that lonely for friends that you're keeping caterpillars you found in your broccoli? Okay. Anyway, that's why it's a weird news. So, yeah, he raised mm. his caterpillars that he found in his broccoli. Whew. I don't know. Anyway... That's what happened with him and his coffee caterpillar.
3: <laughs> I think you're right. The man doesn't have a life. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> I'm saying, like, are you that lonely for friends? That you want to quarantine house. the caterpillars?
2: You know what? I forgot about quarantine. Maybe that's it. He was quarantined and bugging out.
3: And he said,
2: Caterpillar going to be my new friend. So he named them like that. I'm like, really?
0: Oh, you
4: just run Eric, Lim Eric and
2: some more stuff. Come on,
4: brother. <laughs> Ooh boy, okay, Mm-mm-mm. okay, all right, all right. So what, you got, Didi, what you
2: got uh,
1: this is this is another weird ass news. Uh, this is a Florida woman. <laughs> <laughs> a Florida woman. A Florida woman is suing for for a, a Florida woman is suing for a pregnancy test on her goats. Okay, this happened in Odessa, Florida. This this is put out by the Associated Press. Okay, a Florida woman has filed a lawsuit seeking either a pregnancy test on her goats or a refund. Okay, and she's not kidding. Her name is Kathy Kurtz. She filed a lawsuit against her neighbor. Her name is Heather Dreyer. Last month, seeking DNA for the goat she purchased. Kathy, uh, paid Dreyer, uh, $900 for five Nigerian dwarf goats in December. Okay. According to the lawsuit, so, uh, Kathy, uh, believed the goats, their names was Bella, Gia, uh, Rosa, Zelda, and Margette. They named these motherfuckers. That's crazy. <laughs> could be registered, could be registered with the American dairy, uh, goat association, a group that records goats, uh, prodigies, uh, Registered goats have higher value than unregistered goats, and she thinks that these goats were never registered. So she's pissed. She wants to get a lawsuit to say Red. So Dreyer, who's been selling goats at her farm for like 10 years, she typically provides information to her clients that they're registered, but she didn't give it to this young lady here. So as she had these goats for a while, she's saying, I never got no paper from my neighbor about what these goats are. So she's pissed off. So she's been stooping around this lady's house to find out what her real game is, what not, how she's raising these goats and things like that. So the police were called in to investigate and all. And now what? she's gone and getting in. This is over five goats. These these jokers in Odessa Flower. Odessa Flower, they ain't got shit else to do <laughs> but try to get some DNA on some goats. That's some crazy <laughs> shit. I don't know what. Uh, See,
2: this civil more quarantine. People losing it. <laughs>
1: So officials said that, you know, they finally was able to get the DNA on the goats to find out what not, that, that their DNA was submitted, and they'll know in a few weeks, because when you get DNA from the goats, it takes a while to come back, especially, like you said, with the quarantine in effect, all the courts are closed, so not right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're not,
0: they're, not taking,
1: they're not taking people to court. They're not... Right now, oh, people aren't going to court yeah. on DUI on charges as well as DNA oh, for God. a goat. So everybody has to wait for the courts and put you waiting Ooh, on. So anyway, another weird news. Uh, yeah, we lighten it up because after my segment, boy, oh, y'all.
3: My God. Y'all
1: lighting this shit up big time. Okay,
3: that's name. Kathy uh, Kirk. I'm gonna put her on the kissing
1: list. Yeah, Kathy Kirk. She's going on the kissing list because she's crazy as hell. Yeah, house. I got yeah. her,
3: Kathy Kirk.
1: Yeah. And, then there, and the lady the sold it to her, uh, her name is. Uh, Heather, Heather Dryer, She's the one that's calling the goats.
0: Mm. All she does goat is, pimp?
1: Yeah, she She's, yeah, she's,
0: <laughs>
1: she's a goat pimp. She's pimping fucking... What's her name? Heather now, now, she's calling these goats Nigerian dwarf goats. She don't put a title on these little, these little jokers.
0: Oh, now, God. when you look at a goat,
1: how the hell do you know what not? A goat came from fucking Nigeria mm. or Australia. Mm. Mm. Crazy.
2: Well, if it's a dwarf go, goat, baby. that means it's supposed to be small.
1: Yeah, well, what does that mean?
2: Uh, what's her name? Heather who? Uh, uh, dryer. <laughs>
1: dryer, D- Dryer Dryer. Dryer. And, okay. and, and Kathy Hearns or something like that.
2: Okay, got
1: it. And they're in court in Odessa, Florida, trying to get some DNA.
2: They're fighting over goat DNA. Some,
1: yeah, yes, All they right, are. got it. There they go. Weak. All right. Anyway, well, what you got for us?
3: I don't it? think y'all want to hear this one. Um, Don't Exploding Well Memorial Park, honors wells that went out with a bang. Uh, newly named Oregon Park. With it, there you go, Oregon. I'm gonna put them on the gift the list. Commemorates an important piece of local history. Exploding Well Memorial Park in Florence, Oregon, is named for the explosive event in November uh, the 12th, 1970. When local officials blew up a beach and decomposing sperm whales measuring forty five feet long and weighing about eight tons, so local news stations filmed this listen a spectacular explosion really, which had the way of, of showing everything and everyone in the immediate vicinity the bits of dead whales really so November would have marked the 50th anniversary of the whale's big, big bang. So they wanted to rename this park, called call the it, call it Exploding Whale Memorial Park. This is crazy. Are you
2: saying, wait, I'm trying to understand. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that there was a, wh- a whale that was dead that was on the beach
3: and they blew right. it up? They blew it up. It's like 40, with a- 45 feet. Long and weighing eight tons So I guess for them To get it off the beach They had to blow it up This was back in 1970 So they now they're going to rename this Oregon Park Exploding Whale Memorial Park That's crazy that is Oh so my crazy. god! So
2: they, so they, they literally Blew up a dead whale
3: it. Yeah, to get it off the beach Yep That yep, had to yep.
2: be Really messy. If you explode, if you blow up a dead whale, that stuff mm. is going to be everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, until the water comes in and washes it out, you know.
2: Yeah, but if people well, were I mean, there, that, that saying, stuff's going to be everywhere, flying all over the place.
3: Yeah, it's was, it was a people... serious health hazard. Yeah, they, they that's said nasty. That's too big to drag away or bury, and officials decided to get rid of the sinking corpse um, with dynamite, blasting it into. God. Some of the rings, I guess, and tiny little chunks of pieces, crazy. Ooh. I guess other, other other folks, other other animals probably ate off of it. Who knows? I don't know. But they changed this park name to Exploding Well Memorial Park. <laughs> Trust and believe. You don't have That's... to worry about me. I'm not going to Florence, Oregon, and, and visit that park. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank that, you. That is some wild stuff. That's wild. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. They, they voted okay. for different names, but that was the name that they voted on. Okay. And that's what
2: they're going to rename the park? The what was it called now?
3: Exploding Whale Memorial Park. Yep.
5: Okay. they Yeah,
3: they are. You know look, what? Look where they are. They're in Oregon. <laughs> but Come I still morning. think
2: Corona Corona has people tripping. I really think I that being know. quarantined and coronavirus and all that—it's got people tripping.
3: You really think so? No, I think they were. Tripping I really do. You know.
2: Well, they were tripping before that, and, but people seem like they are really acting a fool now. But yeah, okay, for sure.
4: All right.
2: Whew. Well, thats yep. why it's the weird news. All you right. Well, thank you. That wraps up the weird news. Ah, oh, my goodness. Okay,
3: well. you yeah, whale juice all over you as well. <laughs> I'm just
2: saying, I feel like I need a shower after that. Whale blubber, whale juice, whale meat all oh, over the place. Oh,
3: oh, no, help us, please.
2: But you know what? That's the kind of stuff that people think is going to be really funny or interesting to watch until the dynamite explodes and all of that whale stuff goes everywhere and now you you got it all over your clothes, it's in your hair. It's not so fun then.
1: Love this shit. They are crazy. I agree. Okay. They probably love it. Mm-hmm. They love it. You're right. Yep. They love
3: it. You
2: know yep, what? You
1: Give them something
2: it. To do. I tell you what, yep. I bet you it was no black folks out there. I'ma just put that out there. <laughs>
4: yeah. I'm bet. just
2: saying. Okay. Speaking of
3: which,
2: I'm ready to go. Can we just go ahead? I'm just saying. I'm ready to go. Okay, Papa Dee said, let's go to a break. All right, we'll go to a break, and then we're coming back with I'm Just Saying. So it'll be I'm Just Saying with Moi on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Red Wine. Just doing a few promos for the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. Hey real how we do it, PJs only, no clothes allowed, and I was just trying
1: to get Hey, everyone, are you talking about the Jam Party where we talk about hot topics, movie reviews, living for the city, and what's happening with me, eating. I know yeah, you guys aren't well, doing this party without me, Carol with the yellow top. Did you tell everybody that
3: we um, they can reach us at abijamaparty dot com or call us live nine one four eight zero three four three
2: zero six. Check us out on Twitter. Don't forget to kiss it. Okay, now is the time for me to sing. Oh, oh,
0: oh,
1: have Let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back to Bajam pajama party. One, your host, Papaditi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Mwah.
1: We got Jaja Gabor in the, in the studio. <laughs> Darling, I Ooh. love you. Forgive me, Park Avenue.
2: <laughs> the stars.
1: The chores.
2: Hey, hey, you on my time?
1: Da 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 da. Fresh air.
2: Times Square. Papa Diddy, can you do my intro,
3: please?
1: Okay, uh, all right, excuse me. Uh, coming <laughs> up next is a segment by Red Wine. Her segment is called I'm Just Saying. All right? Take away, Red Wine. You. Got Thank
2: you floor. ever so much. Tonight, I'm just saying, there's been a lot of talk and a lot of action around the removal of statues
0: mm-hmm. and
2: monuments to people that many of us don't believe should be memorialized, particularly slave owners, clan leaders, colonizers, oppressors. You know the folks. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, I don't see the controversy. These people owned black human beings. They degraded people, mistreated people, took advantage of our ancestors, yet they stand proudly all over the country in places of honor. Now, over near the White House on this past Monday, protesters tried to topple the statue of former President Andrew Jackson. Now, Andrew Jackson was in office between 1829 to 1837. He owned more than, more than 500 slaves during his lifetime, and he was a key figure in the forced relocation of nearly 100,000 Native Americans. Does he deserve honor? Mm. I think not. Now, several monuments depicting one of his predecessors, Thomas Jefferson, have also been vandalized. Now even though he drew up the US the United States Department I mean uh, declaration of independence, he also owned more than six hundred slaves. And New York City is soon to remove a statue of former President Theodore Roosevelt, who was long criticized as a racist and a colonist. But all these figures need to be removed from public view. Now, you can put them in museums. You can put them in a storage room. You can put them in one of those uh, storage sheds or something for all I care. I don't care. But they don't need to be sitting up on pedestals in public parks like they did something worthy of honor. I just think that that's not appropriate now. Now, the bronze sculpture of Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, which has been at the entrance of the American Museum of Natural History for 80 years, that thing has been sitting there. It shows Roosevelt on horseback, towering over a black man and a Native American man. Both of them are on foot, the black man and the Native American man, but Roosevelt is sitting up on a horse. What the hell is that about? Hmm. I don't care if it has been there for 80 years. It doesn't make it right. What's the message in that? Do the blacks and the Native Americans, are they supposed to be below this white man? This crap has got to go. And again, I'm just saying, I don't see the controversy in wanting to remove these types of statues, memorials, images, whatever. And as for those Confederate statues? They can go like that Albert Pike statue that was over there at Lafayette Park in Washington DC. If you didn't see it on the news, protesters knocked that sucker over and set it on fire on live television.
1: Yeah, I was loving it. Loving it.
2: Up in Boston, a statue of Christopher Columbus was beheaded. Mm. And uh another one was vandalized A Christopher Columbus in downtown Miami. They put red paint all over it. And another Christopher Columbus was dragged into a lake in Richmond, Virginia. But that just shows you how fed up people are with seeing these hateful, negative images. I just don't see what is controversial about wanting to get rid of these things. Why are people acting like it's so radical that people are tired of seeing these images and want to get rid of them? People just want to see them gone. They don't want to see them. They want to see them gone. It's not controversial. It's just common sense. The time has come to remove these reminders of past atrocities of this country and look forward to the direction where we're trying to go. So I'm just saying, this is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, I don't see the controversy. They can throw all of them in the lake and in the river, drown them all, behead them, set them on fire. Get rid of this bullshit. They're gonna celebrate this mess. And for these Confederate statues, in case people don't seem to understand, the Confederate lost. You lost the war. They did lose. Let it go. You lost. Stop waving the flag. Stop celebrating Grant and Jefferson Davis and. Well, not Grant. It was Jefferson Davis. Stop celebrating these Confederate losers. They lost. Let it go.
1: Because people are looking at the, the they, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it.
2: Yeah, they want yeah, to relive we'll the quote-unquote good old days.
1: We'll get into well, it. Well, it
2: might have been good for some, but it wasn't good for all. We'll get into it.
1: So, That was I'm wonderful. Done. That was wonderful. Uh, that was yeah, red wine, but I'm just saying. So enough. So enough. Yeah. Get rid of these dumb mm-hmm. statues. <laughs> anyway, uh, wow. We're going to keep it going, right? Keep it going.
2: Living
1: yep. no for the no city. No, yeah.
2: no justice, no peace.
1: Okay. i oh, tell baby. you what. Uh, so, uh, you, you, are you strapped in? I'm clicking right, my
2: seatbelt in.
1: Because in this segment tonight, for me, for uh, living for the city, we already we already whooped a new A-hole for what's popping earlier. Now we're going to go in for living for the city. Okay. Oops. Now, all right, here we go. What we need to do is get some T-shirts. Because, see, initials and acronyms and things like that, they're very popular. So we got a T-shirt that said, no more B-A-U for R-W-F. If you just wore that T-shirt. And just wore it every day or whatever you wore it and let people look and say, wow, oh, I wonder what that means. You know, hopefully they don't ask you and you don't really have to tell them. But a shirt that said, no more BAU for RWF, which means no more business as usual for real white folks. Because, see, what people want in this world is business as usual. Like Red wine was just saying, business as usual see you have to understand the type of people that's in the world today see the new modern day white folks that have come to the realization of what the world is and the ones that are out there marching with us are the ones that realize that the best resources are closer to the inner city or closer to the the city so to speak they're not traveling like they used to traditionally white folks used to Drive 45 minutes from the suburbs to come down to the city to go to work, and that was their thing. That was the suburbs, and that all started back with a gentleman. By the name, I would not call this motherfucker a gentleman. Let me, a man by the name of uh, William Levitt. Okay, William Levitt earned two levels of property. He had one in, in what's called uh, Levittown, uh, Long Island, and Levittown, Pennsylvania. And matter of fact, Trump spoke to him about to some kids one time. He made a surprise visit at the Smithsonian and said, "You guys ever heard of William Levitt?" And he spoke on him, which good, I pr- proved right there that Trump was a a racist because he was honoring William Levitt. William Levitt. Now I used to live in Levittown, Pennsylvania at one time in my life. Levittown, Pennsylvania, and Levittown, Long Island, was two areas of flatlands that William Levitt owned. And this he owned it during a time when black folks were coming out of World War II and he would not let them buy his land. So that's why black folks didn't have a lot of property in Long Island and didn't have a lot of property in the suburbs of Philadelphia, which was Levittown, Pennsylvania. So that's why we migrated mostly to the city, because people wouldn't let us live out in the suburb areas back during, after they came from the war and World War II, because every black person who was in World War II was entitled to what was called a, a, a GI loan. Which means you can get a, a loan for your house based on the fact that you had a, a honorable discharge. So William Levitt just saw the fact that we wasn't able to. So we migrated to the city and we lived in the city and it was cool. And we we basically followed the Jews in our life. After the Jews went somewhere, we went after they did because they were hunted. They were hunted just as much as we were. They were hunted by the Germans and we was hunted by the white folks. So black folks and Jewish people had a lot in common. So we often moved to places that after they moved there, that's why they were called the ghettos because the white Jewish people used to call areas of their neighborhoods, the ghetto, they lived in the West ghetto or the South ghetto. That was a terminology that the Jews developed and then black folks just kept it going with that term. But then racist white folks called the ghetto, like they, they put a swing on it. Like Negro, they called nigger. The ghetto became a, a derogatory statement as opposed to a statement that that Jewish people created based on neighborhoods that they were in, West Ghetto, North Ghetto, South Ghetto, South Ghetto, whatever. Now, saying all this to say that all this has culminated now to the fact that people want stuff, business as usual, the way William Levitt put it together, the way the The southern Confederate people did when they lost the war because the northerners that wore the blue outfits like the movie Glory with Denzel and all that, they were smart enough to bring the slaves in on their side, and that's how we won the war, because they gave the slaves guns. Now, they didn't trust the slaves at all, but the northerners said, shit, we're going to win this fucking war. We've got to get these black folks some guns, let them shoot at these southern people. And they gave the guns to the slaves, and they fought for the north, and they won the war. So now the people that want to keep the racist stuff going, that's why now these modern-day white folks go back to that war, and they go to the southern people the confederate people and and pick up their ways because they're pissed that the world was changed and now slavery stopped and now black people are progressing and all that jazz so it goes way back you got to learn your history and know your history in order to move forward but like i said all this stuff is, is business as usual and there's different terms that white folks use for example and i'm i'm keeping short i'm i'm get off my soapbox but if you listen to white folks all the time if you look at someone that, and when I say white folks, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about all white folks. Don't get me wrong, because a lot of them are good people, a lot of them are good friends. I'm, I'm gonna talk like they do about black people. Yeah, I got some white friends, you know, like I got a couple people. black friends, you know. I'm gonna talk like dads do. Yeah, they do. I got some couple white, good white friends, but the white folks out there protesting are ones that live in the inner city like we do because they know that the resources is in the inner city. But the white folks that live out in the suburbs, see, they they got fucked up because that's where the term, um, what do you call that, the 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 the, the housewives, oh, the show Death on TV, Desperate Housewives, that's where that term came from, because when the white man will leave his wife to go down to the city forty-five minutes away, the wife knew that the husband was fucking the secretary when he got to work down in the city. 45 minutes away and wasn't fucking his wife. So therefore the wife up in the suburbs became desperate because her husband was an executive and he wasn't fucking her. So she started fucking the pool boy and the mailman and the milkman and whatever dick came in the neighborhood while he was gone 45 minutes away. So that's where the term desperate housewives came from because the white woman in the suburbs, when the man left to go to work down into the city, she was fucking everything moving. Until he got home from work, so that's where the term Desperate, desperate housewives is not a celebration like the like the the TV show made it to be. A desperate wife, de- desperate housewife was a desperate motherfucker that wanted some dick. That's where desperate housewife came from. So we'll leave that alone. But anyway, here's another term we can work with too. When you talk to white folks and they say that something is quiet, that means less Negroes. Talk to a white person who lives in the real. Exclusive neighborhood and say, wow, how's that neighborhood? The first thing white folks say, oh, it's quiet. Quiet means less Negroes. That's a that's like a dog whistle. When white folks say something is quiet, that's their term. If you you talk to them, they'll say it inadvertently. They just say it off the top of their head. They don't even realize it. Oh, how's it? I heard you moved up to 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 Montgomery County. How's it up there? Oh, it's quiet. That's a That's a fucking code for, and when they say it's real quiet, that means there's no black folks there, okay? Quiet means there's mediocre blacks or whatever, but real quiet means there's no black people there. So there's different terminologies you got to listen for, you know, and, and, and when, when and people, it gets me to, and I'll, I'll close on this, is when people talk about, when people say about the black community, when we say the black community, we're talking about the black community as a whole on our existence, not specifically where we live. When they say the black community in the media, white folks think that we all live. I don't know where, when I get off work, I don't know where the fuck they think I'm going home to. I guess they think I'm going to the projects or whatever they think. I don't really give a shit. But they, they think when they say the black, well, you guys are going back to the black community. Like, we're all going back to the same fucking place. Our versatility of lifestyles and where we live is so versatile and open that it's not even funny. But when we use the term the black community, when America says the black community, they're speaking on the black community, white folks, as a whole, on who we are as a community, our relativity with one another, not where the fuck we live. They just put us in a box thinking we all, Trump put us in a box saying, oh, my black people, yeah, my, you know how Trump talks. Yeah, my, yeah. my black, yeah, vote for me, black people, what you got to lose? Marie said that stupid shit. Yeah, Black. Vote for me. What do you got to lose? What do we have to lose, motherfucker? We got to lose your ass in about six months. So all I'm saying is that, you know, just just sit back and listen, man. Just sit back and listen. I'm telling you, this stuff is alive and well. And like I said, get that T-shirt that says, No More Business As Usual. Because white folks don't want to change nothing because they love the way the world was going. With all the antics and all the putting black folks down, they've been doing it for 400 years, and they got used to it. They got their houses. They got their cars. They got what they feel is a privilege, but the privilege is just to live life in general, not to be out there thinking you got something special. Because all we do in life is we live and we fucking die. The in-between part is all that's important. Everything else doesn't mean crap in all actuality, but I'm gonna leave it there. All right,
0: Papa Dee.
4: Woo, I'm still strapped
0: down.
2: Woo, Papa. Anyway, I had to go get me a refill of that black maple old fashioned. I my know that's right. <laughs> my, my my. Mm.
4: Mm-mm-mm. Well, okay,
2: all right, Kettle, Teth- you're up next.
3: I hear. Let's take to, a little CC.
2: Okay, we'll take a quick break and then we're coming back with Kettle and the uh, entertainment news so we can keep
1: up with what's going s- on the
2: Zach, dada, in entertainment,
1: and
2: Hollywood, and s- all of
1: that la, good dada,
2: stuff. <iken arrived> up. There, hey, uh, Papa He's just really into it
1: now.
2: Sorry. All right, we'll be back on the other side of the break.
5: What's your opinion? We want to know on the Late Night Adult Pajama Party. Call us now on 914-803-4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914 803 and press 1 to speak with the Pajama Party live on the air. To listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now back to the pajama party live. All
1: right, welcome back to pajama party. I'm you, host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle
3: and News
1: and Red Wine. I'm
2: Swa Dolly. It's time for Kettle's Hollywood Report with the Hollywood Wrap Up. Uh, <laughs> Let's get the lowdown on what's happening in <laughs> entertainment uh, 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 news. All right. Make so All right, what you got if for you
3: us tonight, Cap? If you guys are familiar with Kristen Bell, uh, Jenny Slate stepped down from their voices, their black characters on TV. Interesting. Kristen Bell and Jenny Slate announced they will no longer voice their characters on Central Park and Big Mouth, uh, respectively because they believe black or mixed-race actors should have those roles. Interesting um, Bell, she plays uh, The biracial character Molly On Apple TV Central Park uh, A statement from the show's Creator said that um, after Reflection Bell and the show's creative team Recognized that uh, Quote unquote that the causing the, I'm sorry the casting of the character of Molly Is an opportunity to get uh, Representation right Okay All right. Um, Everybody's trying to step up to the plate um also so they were um,
2: fine with it before though.
3: Right. That's interesting. Okay. Um okay. Yeah. <laughs> but all of a sudden they 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 want to change their tune, so I mean uh, hey, I
1: Try to get ahead of
3: it. Yeah. Before they
0: get
1: it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um that should be interesting. Also on that note, the Dixie chicks. Changed their name to Just the Chicks um, They were formed in 89 Dixie Chicks took their name from The 73 hit song and album By the rock band um, Little Feet Dixie has long been The nickname for the southern states In America born out of the 1859 um, Mistral, uh song That included the refrain Away away down south In Dixie so
0: yeah.
3: they're just going to be named the chicks. That's, that's going to be interesting. So everybody's trying to get can on I, the bail before certain?
2: Can I just add one thing? I, when I was in sure. the sixth grade, I had a young black teacher who taught us that song in sixth grade. And, of course, mm-hmm. at that point, I didn't realize how racist that song was. But for a wow. black teacher
1: um, okay. to teach us,
2: uh, I wish oh, I was in was... the land of cotton.
1: Oh, yeah, that that was right. that song.
2: I'm like, why would, you know, as I got older, I looked back on that and went, why would she teach us that stupid song? But she had us up standing up, clapping, singing this song about look away, land. I'm like, why in the heck would you have kids in in, in the city singing a song mm-hmm. about Dixie.
3: And she being a black woman, that was yeah, crazy. Well, like I said, it was a uh, business. Oh yeah. Wow. That was back in back crazy. in that time, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, also yeah. Harry and Megan, their next move, they're signing with speaker agency and reps, Obama and Clinton. Um, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, who are setting uh, settling into life in LA have signed on with New York based Harry Walker Agency. For speaking engagements, interesting. Oh. Um, they will focus on social issues such as racial justice and uh, gender equality and environmental concerns. They will also speak on mental health. Um, you know, uh, Harry, he went through a spiel with mental health before. So um, they were also um, visiting some, um, like uh, something like, like like different kitchens. On Tuesday, they visited the nonprofit Homeboy Industries um, helping out in the bakery kitchen. Um, It's aimed at helping gang members ease out of the life for the last 32 years. That's pretty good. It's called Homeboy. A guy was talking. um, I did see that on TV. Gentleman, he was talking. I guess he was an ex-gang member, and he said the paparazzi came to him and was trying to ask him, well, what's, going on? what's going on? and What's going on? And he's supposed to giving up no information. He said, nope, that paparazzi, nope, I'm not interested in giving no information. So that was pretty okay. good. Also, um, Charlize Theron, she tackles difficult conversations about race with her kids. You know, she has two um, African-American kids that she adopted. So she said she oh, had to I didn't sit down know that. And talk- she had to sit down and talk with her kids um, about what's going on, you know. Um, so th- that that's going to be interesting talk. So. She said, you How know, bad she's it taking was. It slow. Yeah, because she's originally from South Africa. She was born in South Africa. And uh, she oh, grew okay. up in, uh, yeah, South Africa. So maybe that's why she adopted two African-American kids. Also, she's in a new movie called The Old Guard. With Kiki Lane. Um, Kiki Lane played in It's Bill Street the Talk and The Native Son. That's streaming on July the 10th. That was called The Old Guard with uh, Charlize Theron and Kiki Lane. Okay. You should check that out. Also, one last note Um, it's a small independent film called Miss Juneteenth. Um, They've won various awards And everything And it's about a pageant That goes on in Texas Um, Teenage girls They go to this pageant And um, You know the whole thing About the Juneteenth About you know uh, Right So it's called Miss Juneteenth Fellowship pageant Okay Small independent film So check it out You know everything Was filmed in Texas also So so that's my Hollywood wrap up.
2: All right, very good, very good. All right, thank you, Kev. We are now up to date with what's happening in Hollywood news. Uh let's see, Papa Didi, can you tell the folks about the world famous Kiss It List?
1: Kiss It List. After this we be compiled at the end of the show Everybody showed their ass over the last week or two And we put them on blast Put their name out there And we got a song for them at the end of our presentation of them To show that we really are putting their nose in the mud First one I'm going to start off with is uh, What's that boy's name? Um, Roger, Roger Zurn oh,
0: yeah. The
1: treasurer in Lawton County, Virginia who said well what are you going to do next He's a treasurer now Big time guy He handles the money in Lawton County, Virginia What are you going to do Change your, aunt, your mom to Uncle Tom I'm like you stupid white motherfucker Anyway Yeah. Who's next
2: I have the three ex-cops in North Carolina That
1: mm-hmm. got busted Thank For you. saying a bunch
2: of crazy stuff On their camera
1: They didn't mm-hmm. play that tape I didn't hear, I didn't hear it myself
2: I don't know if anybody's going to hear that. Yeah, like I
1: said, they don't really play what they do, you know.
2: I I did see some excerpts where it said that they wanted to slaughter black people. They wanted to wipe us off the map.
1: Yeah, you ain't got no bullets for all That kind
2: of stuff. So. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: uh, And that they wanted to start a race war, or that they were ready. That's what it said. They were ready. For a race
1: war. Oh, yeah, sure they are. So, mm-hmm. Also,
2: mm-hmm. I want to put the FBI, that the the ones that handled the Bubba Wallace case. hmm I think y'all just were real quick to sweep that under the rug. Because it's run say, by oh, Trump. no hate crime involved. Because
1: Trump runs the FBI now.
2: Yeah. So I think y'all just really. I'm saying, in
1: there and uh, whitewash that and get it over, with so black folks can shut up.
2: Exactly.
1: That's what they're saying. They, uh, I'm telling you, the they do The cops
2: were, that killed Breonna Taylor. Mm. They're on the Kiss It list again this week. No doubt. And all the people who refuse to wear masks and huh. say a bunch of crazy stuff about wearing or about not wearing They masks, are sick. All of y'all, y'all on the Kiss It list.
1: One lady was shouting, Wham! and then the and the guy that said, um, I can't breathe. Yeah. One of, them, one of these guys, he was a... Some
2: official talking about, I can't breathe.
1: I can't breathe. I he can't said it two or breathe. three and times. And he
2: snatched his mask off. And then he later said, oh, I wasn't trying to reference, you know... Um,
1: yeah, sure you wasn't.
2: Uh, the brother who was killed. That's been the latest stuff in
1: the news 40 for the last two weeks your your like, dumbass on, ain't blind.
2: Man. Come on.
1: Like I said, they, their life is, like I said, get a T-shirt that says BAU, business as usual. They full of People it. want stuff to be business as usual because they love it.
2: Uh, also, we've got Trump for trying to get rid of the... Uh, Obamacare again
1: Obamacare again
2: And we've got all the Karens and Kevins of the world Who keep trying to call the police And confront black people for just living They're on the kiss it list And Trump for making racist and xenophobic comments Like Kung Flu and all that kind of stupid stuff
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And for Disney for changing the theme in Splash Mountain Acting like they really give a damn When Disney got so much money they don't care about no damn body deep down inside.
2: And we got Kathy Kurtz and Heather Dreyer for the DNA goat test that you Yeah, they're trying to
1: put a needle inside of goat's Balls and stuff. Yeah, see what whatever
2: it, what y'all doing. On
3: y'all on the kissing list. Mm-hmm. Kettle, do you have anybody? Yes. Um, the people in um, Oregon about the whale in the Oregon Park. Yeah. Renaming um, that whale park. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Robin Hood for, you know. Um, I guess the fine print that they have on their particular site, and this guy killed himself. And um, right. the woman that they got—if um, she is the catalyst that started the Wendy's fire, uh, Miss White, mm-hmm. kiss it, list If she is, yeah. If, yeah. you know, the catalyst that started it because you're making it bad for for everything else.
1: So I yeah. don't know what side um, she's, she's on, whether she's the protester or a Klansman. That's yeah, true. All, All right.
3: right. Well. Oh,
2: and Roger Goodell, yeah. put him on there.
1: Yep.
3: And
2: and pen. craft? What
3: about craft? M-
2: M- oh, yeah. Craft. Put in one. All right. Well, we have a special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It list, and here he it is. Kiss my in my ass. Kiss my Irish ass You better kiss my Irish dad. This
0: world, kiss my ass. Kiss
1: my ass. You can. All right, welcome back to the pajama party. I who's Papa D. I'm here with kettle, hello, and red wine.
2: Um, so I'm darling, and we about to uh, wrap this up. So, uh, Papa Dee, what's your last word for today? My last
1: word: just stay woke, pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know, look both ways when you cross the street of life. You know. I hear All you. I got to say
2: about it. Okay, and my last word is: please wear your mask when you go out in public. Oh yeah. I don't care what people are saying or what they're doing. Wear your mask. Protect yourself. Protect others. You better believe
3: that's it. That's
2: my last word.
3: Hey, that's what's y'all your last word What's going on? <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to
2: just say what I gotta
3: say. Move on. I know that's right. All right, my last word is: uh, I agree with Papa Didi. Stay woke. Because you got to figure out who's on the right side of, of right um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Also um, Do our history um, Check out this um, Uncle Nearest um, Whiskey it's Some of the finest whiskey in Tennessee Before Jack came about So you have to keep that in mind um, It's called Uncle Newest Whiskey um, And also Just um, do your homework You know check out What we talked about earlier about the Confederate uh, states and the Confederate whatever. If you don't know your history, you need to just start reading more. So you need to, you know, get the facts or whatever and just read. Just pick up a book or pick up a computer and just do your homework on some things. What's going on now has repeated. As they say, history repeats itself. We've gone through this Mm -hmm. in the 60s. That we know about um, I'm quite sure some things happened before the 60s So you know Just just do your homework Just do some reading, some research And then Yeah, that's the key thing Vote, yeah
2: All right. well we're going to get on out of here We'll do it again next Friday night Shout out to our parent company DC Homegrown And to all our listeners, we appreciate you Hanging out with us tonight Tell a friend and we'll do it again next Friday night, nine o'clock Eastern. And uh, check us out online at aPajamaParty.com. Let's say good night and get on out of here. All right. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say good night, cattle. Good night. And bonsoir. Until next week. We're out.
3: Initiating shutdown sequence. Is
5: it all over,
4: Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Aravatheji, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit.
0: Well, when you I say when you gotta go,
4: you gotta go.
0: Well, good night. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night.
4: And good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night.
0: Good
5: night.
4: Thank you. Oh. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.
0: Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night.
4: Oh